Hello and welcome back to the Inside the Mind of Champions podcast. I hope you're having a great run of things at the moment. And if you're having a tough time, then please do keep looking after yourself. And hopefully some of the previous episodes in our show can give you that lift or fresh perspective that you need to get back to your best soon. Thanks so much for sharing some of the snippets and tips that you're hearing in the show as well. Those small acts are really making a difference as we grow the show and, and spread through word of mouth. And the show is definitely skipping and growing between our networks. So thanks for everyone's efforts there. Well, we've been waiting for the Ashes series for some months and this ancient rivalry between England and Australia. And the first test certainly didn't disappoint. England came out on day one with a dominant display and declaration to keep the game moving forward. And the Aussies kept chipping away at those targets and gradually winning that attritional battle, that arm wrestle in the dying minutes of the last day. There'll be loads of debate about the tactics, but it's safe to say that the games not only set up things for an amazing series, but it's also a great advert for Test Cricket. I had messages from mates all around the world that were either getting up really early stateside or maybe staying up really late from Australia and New Zealand to watch it so it clearly gripped everyone. So to fill the gap between games let's listen to a few Ashes legends talking about their personal motivations and what it meant for them to represent their teams. Let's kick off with England's Stuart Broad who battled so valiantly in the first test speaking about his motivation to play at the very top level. Competitive spirit and that winning feeling. Um, the competitive spirit is the reason I play. I love that feeling of being in a battle, working out my working out my opposition. That fire in the belly you get when you when you get the emotions going. You know when the sledging starts you, and you stand up and you can hear it all and you you're looking at who you're going to target to go at and it, that that fear of that that feel of. Uh, adrenaline, excitement, nervousness, everything that goes on in your body when sport's flying at you is something that I love and I'll have to try and recreate once I finish my playing career because it's a feeling that um, you can become quite addicted to and you and you want to feel as often as possible. And those moments of winning games with your teammates... Um, from ball one, I've always poured a little bit of champagne on my test cap every series win because it's growing memories into that test cap of uh, sitting in the changing room with your teammates having worked very hard for a particular series or moment and having that winning feeling and sharing. You're seeing your teammates smile that they've got a hundred or someone's got a five for and you see how proud their families are and everything. I think the, the winning feeling based around a whole team sport is something that I feel lucky to play a team sport and I feel lucky to have played in an era where we've, we've won some things. Uh, and that, that is the reason why you play. Well, he certainly had that fire in his belly again this week, but despite his cap remaining dry from champagne this week, I'm sure we're going to see those competitive spirits rising up in the weeks ahead. And of all the voices that surround the Ashes commentary this summer, the one iconic voice that's missing is Shane Warne. I still can't believe that Warney isn't going to burst into the room, but here's a clip from my interview with him as he explains the importance of taking personal responsibility and the essence of the culture that came from that all-conquering Aussie team of the 1990s. 
performance from anyone has to come from yourself. It has to come from within. Has to, the inspiration has to come from within. Yes, sometimes you get inspiration from listening to other people talk or your coach motivating you. But at the end of the day, you have to take responsibility for yourself to perform the best you can. What the Australian cricket team was that you were proud to play for Australia and you're in it with your mates, you're in the trenches and whatever your mate needs, you'll do it. You don't need a baggy green cap. You don't need to have all that sort of stuff to wear it and show it to say that you're proud to play cricket for Australia. I was never, and you don't need a big cuddle with each other when you walk on the ground to say we're all in it together. I think that's an absolute load of rubbish because a lot of the stuff you do for each other is behind closed doors. You get out and you perform together. The essence of the Australian cricket team that I played in um, was all about mates. They're my mates. They're, team, they're my teammates. Not my best friends, but they're my teammates. And we're all here together to beat up on another 11 guys. And we'll do whatever it takes to win. And then along the way, we're going to entertain you. But the fabric of the Australian cricket team was basically hard work, entertainment, and fun. That, that was it. It was really simple stuff. And I think, um, you know, I think sometimes we can complicate it too much. Well, Warney's so greatly missed. He was so passionate. And he's right that even the world's best teams, you don't have to be mates. You need to be great teammates and you can challenge and support people to get the very best. And I think it's that sparring and that internal competition between the likes of War, McGrath, Gilchrist and Warn that would have elevated everyone's game. So who doesn't want to play in a team where you work hard, entertain and have fun? And I know Warney did all three of those for sure. I recorded two previous episodes with Warney. So if you want to hear his magical tones for a bit longer, then just follow the links in the show notes. And I'm sure they'll bring back some amazing memories of the great man. Warney was a natural entertainer. He was the Freddie Mercury of cricket. But Stuart Broad now explains that working hard on your skills and playing an exciting form of cricket has a huge impact beyond the boundary. I mean, I, I'm lucky that I've played for a long period of time for Nottinghamshire and for England that have, have always had a lot of history behind them. And um, I think the club particularly and the country, they, they look back at the history and connect you with past players and past achievements of, of, the, of the club and obviously England that... that raises your awareness of who you're playing for and what you're playing for um, which I think obviously adds a lot of passion to the reasons why you play but also gives you a great bond with the supporters of the club uh, the fans that come and see you every day it makes you feel really really part of everything um, but interesting you say about franchises around the world there's probably not that history behind the franchises you know they might be two three years old so the I think the connectivity within sport is the players and the fans and actually I was lucky in at the Hobart Hurricanes where we'd, we'd go and play cricket in the park on a Sunday and a Tuesday and whatever and the whole park would be full with kids playing in Hobart Hurricane shirts and that gives you a great connectivity to the reason why you're playing you know yes you're trying to win trophies and win games but actually if you can hit a six or take a catch that inspires a a kid to want to go and do the same in years to come that's that is part of the reason why you play and I think newer franchises have that way of connecting with uh, with fans and players to really grow the game in that way um, but my experience of Nottinghamshire and, and England is my aura of playing for them has been grown from 
probably past players and the history and the reason of, of uh, um, and what you're playing for. Whoever you're supporting in this summer's Ashes, the first game has shown us how exciting and engaging live sport can be. And there's something unique about the anticipation and the momentum shifts that Test cricket brings that's absolutely exhilarating. Youngsters watching these games will never forget the experience of going. And that's largely due to the skill and the competitive spirit of the players out on the field. But after all the exhilaration, the scorecard reads 1-0 to Australia. And that should make England even hungrier to bounce back. I hope you've enjoyed this interlude between the test matches and remember that if I can help in any way to support your business with a face-to-face or virtual session or you'd like to license our digital toolkit then just drop me a note through to hello at sportingedge.com and I'll speak to you very soon. Make sure you've clicked subscribe to the show wherever you're listening because there's a very special episode coming soon with a global sporting star and his interview is so thought-provoking so if you subscribe you'll automatically get the nudge that shows you when that episode is ready. So have a great day and I'll see you soon.